You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11 verse 8, New King James, continues the saga of the heroes of the faith. Listen. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would afterward receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Hebrews 11.8, New King James Version. The faith factor allows us to follow God's leadership and to kind of go in the dark, but go with faith, believing that where we are going, God is going. He will take care of every moment of our future. God has a plan for you. He wants you to follow by faith, to trust Him completely, to know that He has something for you to do, someone for you to minister to in a way that only you can, if you will. So what you have to do is to be in tune with God's will. Ask Him to show you what He wants you to do. Read His Word. Do what the Bible says to do, and then fellowship with other believers, praying with them for God's will to be revealed, and then reach out to the lost, to the people who don't know Jesus Christ. If indeed you know him, then share your faith. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus at every opportunity. Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, verse 9, continues the story of Abraham. Listen. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. The New King James Version makes it very clear and concise as we learn what happened in Abraham's life. He was a foreigner, dwelling in tents, going the direction God wanted him to go. The rest is history. God has a plan for you to serve him. He has a task for you to perform for His glory, but you have to be willing. Are you? Have you said, Lord, here am I, send me, wherever it is He wants to send you? I believe that God wants you to be purposefully moving in the direction that would please Him the most, toward a lost and dying generation, to people who don't know Jesus, but who could, if someone like you, would tell them His story. Will you be willing and ready to pray? To pray with others who are believers and then to go with the gospel, following God's word? There are people out there waiting for someone like you to tell them the truth. Listen to Hebrews 11.10, New King James. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Abraham was faithful. He didn't know where he was going, but he was willing to follow God wherever he would lead him. So he waited, and God provided. If we will wait on the Lord, reading his word, willing to do what God's word tells us to do, praying with other believers in Christ, ascertaining God's perfect will personally, and then being willing to be his ambassador, his communicator of Christianity to people who need the Lord, God will make you usable, and he will use you in all of your tomorrows. But you have to be willing. God has a plan, but he will reveal it moment by moment and hour by hour as it becomes necessary. Are you in tune with the Lord today? 
Are you willing to do, to go, to say, to be what would please him the most? God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It becomes our opportunity to share God's great, wonderful, glorious news. God's plan is not always predictable. Most times it is not. Listen to Hebrews 11.11, New King James Version. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Remember how Sarah laughed when God said she was going to have a baby? Remember how God continued to love her and Abraham because he had a plan not just for that couple, but for the whole world through that couple? God has a plan for you. It may not be nearly as dramatic, nearly as far-reaching as it was for Sarah and Abraham, but it is his plan for you nonetheless. It will affect other people, other people positively, with God's grace and his love, if you are willing to read God's word, to do what the Bible says to do. Fellowship with other believers and then be a communicator of the love of the Lord by sharing the gospel of Jesus. Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. He was buried, and he rose again on the third day. He will give new life to all who trust him. Listen to the story, the aftermath of the faith factor of a person that God used remarkably. Abraham. Hebrews 11.12, New King James Version says, Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Wow, that's big. That's huge. That's humongous. God took Abraham, used his faith, and allowed him to be the father of many, many nations. God has a plan for every person, including you. When I say Christ through you, and I let you know that you can change the world through him, you say, me? Yes, you. You can be a world changer. You can change the world one moment at a time, one person at a time, and it starts with you when you get everything in tune with the Lord and in accord with his will. Read and heed his word. Have compassion for the people who don't know him. Are you willing to go with the gospel? I hope you are. I hope you will today. As we reflect on the vignettes of the people that are presented in Hebrews 11, it's a remarkable series of stories of the faithful following their God. Listen to Hebrews 11.13, New King James Version. These all died in faith not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Remember the song that says, This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Is your home in heaven? Do you know for sure that you are headed there? Have you personally said, God, I've sinned, and I'm sorry? And have you turned to Jesus Christ who died for your sins, who was buried and who rose again? And have you received the gift of God, eternal life, through Christ Jesus? 
And are you telling people, confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that God did indeed raise him from the dead? Are you a true believer in Jesus Christ? Really? Honestly? If you are, then God has something for you to do that is again remarkable. He has people who need him, who you can tell. Will you? Has God given you a dream, a desire to see something outstanding happen to please Him, to reach people for His glory? Listen to Hebrews 11.14, New King James. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. God has a place for you. It's called heaven, and you don't have to go there. But if you do go there, you will live forever, basking in the glory of God, fellowshipping with the Lord Jesus Christ. What wonderful, wonderful hope is on the horizon for all who believe. God has a homeland for you. He has a place of service for you, meanwhile, back here on planet Earth. Someone has well said while we are singing about the sweet by and by, we have to live in the nasty now and now. This is a crooked and perverse generation that surrounds us. But we have the privilege of sharing the good news of the saving power of Jesus Christ with people we know who live where we live. Will you tell someone who Jesus is, what he has done, that he will give them life that lasts forever, that they too can have a homeland in heaven? Will you tell them today? Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. When you accepted Jesus Christ, if you did, you began a process growing in grace. Nobody becomes a star athlete or a star anything or successful and at the top of the heap of any role in life without developing his capabilities. No one develops confidence in the things of God and capability for wide accomplishments for Christ unless he or she is willing to pay the price in training discipline, and sacrifice of lesser things in order to excel in the things of God. Some turn back from paying the price that it takes. But press on. Don't let any circumstance or anyone prevent you from fully equipping yourself for the incomparable adventure of living successfully for Christ. Be sure of your personal salvation. The Bible teaches clearly that salvation can be known and settled as a fact, producing confidence toward God and a strong foundation for the building of the Christian personality. So ask yourself these questions. 1. Have I truly admitted that I am a sinner? 2. Have I confessed that I cannot save myself? 3. Do I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? 4. Do I accept his finished work on the cross as the sole basis of my salvation? And 5. Do I believe in him with all of my heart?
that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Secondly, once you have been born again, saved, redeemed, become a child of God, then commit your life to Christ. Dedicate, making your life a gift to Christ. Be an active participant, not just a spectator. Did you know that 90% of work done for God is done by only 10% of the Christian community? Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us what to do and how to do it. Listen. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yes, God has a perfect will for you. Third, master the Word of God. There is simply no possibility of expanded Christian capability apart from a thorough working knowledge of the Bible. The Bible will build into your life a foundation which cannot be moved. The Bible will be an unfailing guide and limitless source of strength. The best way to know the Word of God is to memorize it. The Bible, when memorized, has a way of affecting your very thought processes, conditioning your logic, and building into your mind the very mind of Christ. Listen to Psalm 119, verses 9, 10, and 11, New King James. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. O let me not wander from your commandment. Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Are you doing it? If you aren't, you can. You can start right now. Again, God has a perfect plan for you. But he wants you, fourthly, to learn to pray. More miracles than the world knows anything about have occurred because someone prayed. To God, nothing that concerns us is trivial. Prayer creates the super-sensitive attitude of the soul, which makes possible knowing beyond knowledge that God is with us. In the book of Hebrews, in the New Testament, God continues to speak to our hearts in a very special way through his inspired, infallible, changeless word. God's word is quick and powerful. And it will always do the job that God set it out to do. Listen to Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. Again, reading from the New King James Version. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yes, God has a plan. A perfect plan. And number five, we need to obey the Holy Spirit. With his help, our lives can be characterized by the fruit of the Spirit. Again, the Bible has the answer. Listen to 
Galatians 5, 22 and 23, New King James. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And next we need to expand our faith. Faith is believing in something that has never happened before. There are two kinds of faith. Subjective. It has never happened to me. Objective. It has never happened to anyone. D.L. Moody was in England and heard someone say something that totally changed everything about the rest of his tomorrows. This person said the world has yet to see what God can do with one life that is fully dedicated to Jesus Christ. D.L. Moody said, By the grace of God, I will be that man. Faith comes by understanding the Bible, not just studying about the Bible, but really learning about God himself. Again, in the book of Hebrews, God has words for us that are his words. Hebrews 11, verses 1, 2, and 3 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And then Hebrews 11, 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Are you seeking God? Are you reading the Bible? Are you doing what the Bible says to do? Next, use common sense. God expects us to use the intelligence he's given to us. God expects us to learn so that we can more adequately be prepared to serve Christ. Often God accomplishes the impossible by intermediate successive steps of the possible. Listen to James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Common sense prevails. And then you have a unique gift. Develop it. We are each to discover the gift by which we can best serve Christ, and then develop that talent to the best of our ability. Watch out for two detours. One, work in terms of your lesser gift, and allow your greater gift to go to waste. I've seen a lot of people do that. They are so satisfied with doing the mundane and the easy that they don't develop what God has entrusted to them as the ultimate for his glory. And then watch out for poorly developing what could be a great gift. In other words, don't just play with it, but really go for it. There is an easy capability that can be a great curse, for frequently it leads us to settle for good instead of the best. And then many are tempted by the devil not to fall into gross sin, but to settle for spiritual mediocrity. Second Timothy 1.6 says, 
Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. There is a gift, and God's entrusted it to you. What are you going to do about it? Cultivate your creativity. The message doesn't change. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ the same, yesterday, today, and forever. The method by which Jesus is presented to the world is adaptable to any age. Circumstances change, but the gospel never changes. Thomas Edison had a motto, There's a better way to do it. Find it. We need to be thinking creatively how we can bring the gospel with renewed impact to our changing generation. Listen to 1 Corinthians 16.9 For a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. I want you to stay tuned as we continue to talk about ways that you can be made usable and used of God to impact the world in which you live. Today is the day of salvation. Time is the great equalizer. You and I have precisely the same amount of time. We have 24 hours every day. We have 60 minutes in every hour. We have 60 seconds in every minute. What are you doing this minute, this hour, this day? We have seven days in every week. We have 52 weeks in every year and 12 months in every year. Time brings opportunities. There is no gift like the present. Today, you have this moment to remember. Listen to Romans 13, 11 and 12, New King James. And do this knowing that the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. That's the daily necessity for every believer in Jesus Christ. What are you doing with the moments that God's entrusted to you this very day? Listen. You can move from the I wish to the I will. Wishing doesn't do anything. But moving forward accomplishes wonderful things. Time can't be used properly unless you bring to each moment the ability to decide. Decision-making is the most difficult thing that anybody faces. People procrastinate. They go from this to the other to the other to the other. They are unstable in their thinking. An unstable person is not capable of making things happen because he or she just can't decide. So decide that the world needs to be reached. Become articulate. Develop your God-given ability to speak, to speak well in plain, understandable language. You know, the Bible tells the story of someone who 
just said, I can't do it. Don't use the excuse of, I can't speak. Anyone can speak fluently about a subject that's exciting to him or to her. Hebrews 4, 10 through 13, tells us about Moses. Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have I not the Lord? Now therefore go, I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. But Moses wasn't ready to obey God. Verse 13 says, But he said, O my Lord, please send by the hand of whomever else you may send. When God appoints a specific project for you to accomplish, he will give you the ability to do it. Don't goof off. Don't mess around. Don't say, I can't, when I can is the message that you need to respond to immediately. Again, listen to the Bible. Listen to Romans 10, 13, and 14. But before we listen to those verses, let me share with you that the gospel is a system of faith. It can only be effectively communicated by the spoken word. Again, Hebrews 10, 13, and 14. That whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's why we communicate Christianity through every means and media possible through Triple T Christian Youth Ministries. Be steadfast. Be reliable. Have courage. As you walk step by step in faith, you will at some point make an astonishing discovery. While paying the price of personal development, you have actually begun traveling the road toward the summit where you can see God do the impossible. Preparing for the journey is itself the journey. Connect with us. Check the website. Give us a call. And come and be a part of Triple T anytime you can every single Saturday. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.